On this edition of The 20, I'm going to talk about gatekeepers and why you might not even be able to trust me online. Let's talk about it in episode four. Hey everybody, welcome to episode four. My name is Tim Adkins. Thank you for joining me on The 20. I am your host. We're going to talk a little bit about gatekeepers today. And um, the reason that I'm doing that is because every now and then, if you follow me on Facebook, I'll go on these rants sometimes and I'll talk about things and, you know, something that that I heard or something that I said that will kind of set me off a little bit. And then I'll go on a tangent and then I'll write paragraphs about it and then nobody ever reads it. And then people go, why do you do that? (laughs) So I'm not going to do that on Facebook as much now that I have a podcast. I'm just going to do it on the podcast, right? So expect a little bit of a rant today from me. I watched a couple of things today and I listened to a couple of podcasts today from some other people. And, and you know, what? I, I just I just had to talk about this sort of thing. Uh, what I'm talking about is gatekeepers and why gatekeepers may have been a, a pretty cool thing back in the day. And now that we don't have any, you know, maybe it's some good news and maybe it's some bad news and maybe a little bit of both. Let's talk about it. I mean, when I was in college, uh, way back in the day when I first started back in 2005, and, you know, I can't believe it's been that long ago, but I guess it has. It's been forever ago in the terms of digital media. This is way before Facebook. This was when MySpace was still, you know, kind of the big thing, I suppose. But we discussed in class the convergence of media. We just we discussed a lot of the things that we're seeing now. Um, we talked about how once uh, internet speeds got up to where they needed to be, that you know television would be impacted because a lot of people would be streaming television and movies. And back in that time, there really wasn't a whole lot of that sort of thing going on. But as we see now, you know, there's plenty of it. We talked about a lot of things that were coming down the pike, and one of those things was we talked about gatekeepers, and we talked about like network news, for example where uh, news editors would try to figure out what was legitimate enough to go onto the newscasts and and what didn't get included. This was around the time where internet blogging was just really getting ready to kind of get started and really kind of catch some traction. And, uh, you know, it was pretty much with internet bloggers, anything anything goes really. There was a lot of opinion and a lot of people talking about things that they thought about without really researching some things sometimes. You know, so at the time, blogging was getting even sourced. You know, people were sourcing bloggers, which was something that was crazy. You know, you don't want to source an internet blogger, you know, because you don't know whether they know what they're talking about or not. And this was way, way before, like I said, way before Facebook. So then Facebook came around later on, and it was like anything goes on steroids. I mean, anybody can post anything on social media and on Facebook and Twitter and, and whatever else. So it's kind of a good news, bad news thing. And the good news really is that, uh, well, the good news is anybody can do this stuff. Anybody can post anything they want. And the bad news is the same thing. The bad news is that anybody can post anything they want. It's almost like everybody is an expert or a self-appointed expert. And you see this all the time online. You really do. Like anybody with a camera is a photographer. Anybody with a copy of Photoshop is suddenly a graphic designer. Anybody with a Facebook account, now they're a social media consultant. To their eyes, to their ears, they don't feel like it takes any training. So in a lot of cases, especially with graphic design, people say, well, this doesn't take any training because it's all art or photography. Well, it's all art and it's in the eye of the beholder and 
you really, you know, it's all subjective. And that's really not true. You know, there are several techniques that you have to do in order to be considered good at these things. But the Internet is a confusing world and it's full of really terrible, bad advice and people wanting to sell you stuff. It's full of bad actors who want to tell you things that are either obvious or just completely wrong. Like this podcast last night that I was referring to earlier, I was listening to it, and there was a, co- a couple of so-called Facebook marketing experts. They were, had a podcast, and they said, well, we're Facebook marketing experts, and here's our Facebook marketing expert podcast. And today we're going to tell you about how to expand your organic reach. Now, for those of you who don't know what organic reach is, Uh, versus paid reach. Organic reach is like when you just post something. You don't pay to get your advertising out there. You just kind of make a post and you hope it'll go viral and you try to do the things to make it go viral, right? But you don't put any money into it. You don't do a Facebook ad. You just simply do a post. So these Facebook marketing experts said, okay, this is how you do it. Uh, You make a Facebook post and you make it really, really good And then after that, you join a bunch of groups. You find out all the Facebook groups that have anything to do with your Facebook post. And then you just post and post and post and post on these groups. Basically, spam them is what you're doing. But they said, oh, no, it's not spam because it's not spam if you're giving them value. So it's it's not really like you're spamming them. You're just joining a bunch of groups and then posting all your stuff and how you can, you know, get exposure on that. And then they said, you know, sometimes administrators will give you a hard time and they'll sometimes they won't let you in the group right away, but just be patient and they'll let you do that. Well, that's the most ridiculous advice I've ever heard. You know, why in the world are you going to risk your online reputation by making Facebook posts, joining groups and then spamming them? Because then you're going to get kicked out of these groups, especially if these groups have influencers in them who see what you're doing, and suddenly you're not reaching them. Not only are you not reaching them, but you're giving yourself a bad reputation. This is terrible advice. But yet, people who claim that they're Facebook marketing experts are going to tell you this stuff. And since they say, I'm an expert, you're going to believe, oh, they must be an expert, so you're going to follow their advice. It's terrible advice. And this stuff happens all the time online. So when it comes to online media, especially like the digital media and social media, and especially if you're trying to uh, do some marketing for your own stuff, for your own business or your own organization, how do you know who you can trust? And this is where I'm going to say you may not even be able to trust me because I think if you really want to know about trust, I think it comes down to three things. Trust people who have these three things or are doing or pursuing these three things or have pursued them. Let's just say they have them already. Number one is education. Number two is effort. And number three is execution. Education, effort, and execution. First off, let's talk about the education. Uh, You can get education from anywhere. I I truly believe that. Um, I think that a lot of times real world education is very, is absolutely imperative. You can get education from college. Uh, I will go on a separate rant one day. Because I worked very hard in college, and then once I've come out of college, with, yes, a lot of debt, but I have a lot of degrees as well, I did a lot of training, I learned a lot of stuff, and then I have people who didn't go to college are all the time telling me that college is worthless. It's not worthless, and that will be a rant for another day. I'm not saying that not going to college, however, is not worthless. Did I say that right? If This is what I mean. If you didn't go to college... 
you can still be educated. You are educated in the real world or you're educated through online sources, which are very good. Uh, you can be educated through other mentors. You could be educated through other people. Um, there are several ways to get there. But the thing of it is that, that you have to be educated in the field in order to be able to use that education to make whatever it is you're making. And when I say education, I'm not talking about the degrees and I'm not talking even about the, the knowledge that you acquire. Well, maybe I am. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the raw knowledge. I'm talking about things that you can execute on in order to be an expert on things. It's just basic knowledge. If you have the knowledge, you have the education. I'm equating the same thing. Education, knowledge, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. So secondly is effort. Once you have the education, uh, once you know what it is that you're doing, once you have that knowledge in your head, then are you out there doing the thing? Are you out there using that, that knowledge? If I know about social media, Am I going to my social media accounts and using the, the training that I have in order to make my social media accounts successful? And here is why I say that maybe you can't even trust me because I fall short on effort. I have a lot of education, a lot of college degrees. I have an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree in communications. I've got a master's degree in interactive media. I've got a certification in social media marketing. I've got all this stuff. I've got a diploma in photography. I've got all this stuff. But if you go to my websites, you're going to see at least two websites that are still under construction and have been for months because I'm not making the effort. What I'm saying is maybe you can't even trust me when I'm telling you these things because when you look at the effort that I'm putting out there, it's falling short. So I'll make a commitment to you that in the upcoming year, since resolutions are coming up pretty soon, I will work very hard to make sure that I am making that effort. But I think that effort is very, very important. Are they out there walking the walk? I see a lot of, especially in graphic design and in photography and a lot of the creative work, I see a lot of people who criticize others, but they don't want to do the things themselves. Like, you know, you can't, go around telling people that they're wrong whenever you yourself are not demonstrating that you know what you're doing. So effort, that second E, the education, the effort, the effort has to be there. And I have to work on that. Here's where a lot of other people fall short, though. Again, not criticizing, just explaining. Education, effort, but the third is execution. Once you have the education down, once you're making an effort and putting yourself out there, once you're doing the thing that you're doing, you have to make sure that you're executing properly. These things matter. You have to be precise. You can't claim to be an expert and talk about your expertise and then fall short on little tiny things like, for example, like misspellings, for example, or or being sloppy in your presentation. If you claim to be an expert in videography, for example, and you have the education and you're making the effort, then that execution must be on point. Execution is on point and you have the education and you're making the effort. Other people will see you as an expert. But if you have the education and you're making the effort, but you're failing in the execution, you're falling short. I was watching a series today where uh, somebody was talking about all the different things that they could do as far as uh, suggestions on making better videos and making better social media posts. 
And then at the end of the series of videos, after every video, there's a misspelling on a very easy word. It's just a typo. But once I saw that, everything that I saw before that was negated by the fact that they weren't precise enough that they misspelled this one very simple word on every video. And for me, whenever that happens, you're not executing. And when you're not executing, you're not an expert. So the three things, education, effort, and execution. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that put forth effort and try to be ex and try to put forth execution, but they don't have the education to back it up. There's a lot of people like myself who have the education, who can execute, but they don't put forth the effort. There's a lot of people who, you know, are educated and have the effort, but they don't execute like I was talking about. So you have to have all three of those things. So how do you know as a consumer or as somebody who wants some help on this sort of thing? Well, check out people's videos, check out their websites, especially go to their websites and check out their work. By golly, if you have somebody that's trying to tell you that they are an expert in branding and logo design, and then you go to their website and they don't have any examples, don't trust them. If they try to tell you that they're experts in videography and they will, they will edit videos and, and they're really good at that and you go to their website and they don't have examples, don't trust them. If they try to tell you that they specialize in social media and you go to their social media pages and they don't post, don't trust them. Make sure that they are walking the walk. So as far as the podcast, you know, that may be me walking or trying to put forth an effort, but I need to catch up the blog. I really do. I only have two blog posts. I've mentioned it before. I need to put something up, so I will try to do that. I have a company that I've founded that I still haven't got off the ground yet. I need to do that. There are things that I need to do myself. And then once I do that, maybe I can you know, point to other people and see their mistakes and then try to tell other people how they can avoid those mistakes. But as it stands right now, since I'm not doing the execution and I'm not making that effort, then I have no right to tell other people what other people are doing wrong. Does that make sense? So how about this? How about if I make a commitment to you to start making efforts and then we'll go into mistakes that I see out there and how to fix them. Because believe me, I'm really, really opinionated about that stuff. As anybody who follows Facebook or follows me on Facebook knows when I go on these rants. So I haven't actually done like the effort part. So I'm going to do that. And then once we get started on that effort part, then I'll have the three things done. And then after that, I'll start ranting about what other people do. But I have no right to do that just yet. In any case, um, so that's my social media rant for the podcast. I go on these rants on occasion and I won't have to write them out now. I'll just I'll just do them on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me while I ranted and raved a little bit. My name is Tim Adkins. You're listening to The 20. This was episode four. I mentioned last time that I was probably going to try to do some interviews. And before I do interviews, I realized that I don't have any headphones. Once I pick up a cheap pair of headphones, then I'll start looking into doing some interviews. But as of right now, I'll probably just continue to do this on my own. That's it. Thanks. I'll talk to you next time.